Welcome to Financial Fridays. I'm Bob Gustafson, a certified financial planner and the owner of the Triton Financial Group. Each episode is an excerpt from my radio show, The Financial Focus, where we answer questions from our listeners. Our goal is to help you increase your financial knowledge through these conversations of 10 minutes or less. Hi, Bob. What are the best retirement plans for the self-employed? For the self-employed retirement plans. Okay, so... You know, when somebody says self-employed, I guess we're probably going to look at smaller-sized companies, smaller plans. So you can really, if you're a, you know, a small company or individually self-employed, there's really two good options that you can choose from. A uh, single 401k plan um, or a simple IRA. And let me tell you where you'd want to use each one. So if you are a single, uh, you're self-employed and you have no other employees other than perhaps your spouse, a single 401k um, is a really good option because you can, you know, put the standard uh, limit in the uh, salary deferral portion like you could any other 401k. And then there's also a, uh, a profit sharing plan that's part of it. Now, the beauty of the single K is unlike... You know, the regular 401ks, John, there's no administration fees with them. So they're really a fantastic plan. We use these pretty much exclusively for people who, uh, you know, if it's, if it's just them or their spouse that, that's working within the company. Now, the second you hire an employee, the single K is no longer allowed to be used. So then you got to look at other types of retirement plans, and that would be a simple IRA, right? That's usually one of the better ones to, to use. Um, and the way that works is you're allowed to put a certain amount of money away out of your earnings, and um, you have to, as an employer, you have to match everybody putting in the plan. I think it's up to like 3% of their salary or something like that. It can be reduced um, if you have a bad year or two or something like that for every couple of years out of five. But if you have employees, you need to provide for those employees if you're going to set up a plan and have it for yourself. So the simple IRA is the one we usually choose for smaller size companies because uh, it gives, you know, it's inexpensive to set up. There aren't administrative fees which really is helpful in comparison to a bona fide 401k plan. When you set up a, a bona fide 401k plan, like major, like a lot of the major companies John have, it starts to get expensive. There's a lot of, yeah, a lot of people need to be involved. You got to have a third party administrator, a custodian, and all this other wonderful stuff. It comes along with it, and it's well worth it to have, but. It's very expensive to set up for smaller size companies. So you want to really know, um, you want to really run the numbers to make sure that it makes the most sense for you. Because a lot of times what happens are small companies uh, get talked into setting up 401k plans. And I'm not going to go into who's doing this type of stuff, but it's happening a lot because I spend more time getting people out of these things than helping them get into them. And they end up spending, needlessly spending thousands upon thousands of dollars um, and, and not even getting any mileage out of these types of plans. So if you're a small employer, uh, look at um, the, the, the simple IRA if you have employees and look at a single 401k if it's just you and, or you and your spouse. Those are the two primary uh, 
um, retirement plans that we use for most people today, John. Right. I would guess like if you were a psychologist, uh, you know, working for yourself, your own practice, that's the kind of thing that's perfect, right? For that kind of worker, you're probably not going to hire somebody else and you can just lock in your 401k, your single K and uh, contribute to it and boom, you'll never have any problems. That's pretty much it. That's a perfect example of, of, of where it, it would be good use. In fact, we have, uh, you know, actually we set one of these up for, for a psychiatrist not all that long ago, and that's exactly what we did. Um, but if, it, if you get on the point where you have employees and you want to set up a retirement plan, then you've got to venture out into that, uh, the simple IRAs or the 401k plans. Um, I like the simples for smaller companies. As companies get bigger, um, you know, a bona fide 401k plan becomes more more advantageous. Or if uh, you've got like a let's say a small law firm or something, high income earners, mm-hmm. you know, that that are making a lot of money. That a, a 401k, you know, for a small firm can still make sense in those types of settings. But if you've got a small company and your employees, you know, maybe you have four or five employees or something, they don't make a whole lot of money, or actually even dozens of employees, and they might not make a lot of money, eh, the simple IRA can be a, a, a good tool to use. So uh, let me throw a hypothetical at Hypoth- you. So. I love hypotheticals, John. Throw it out there. Say you're a CPA and you're working for yourself. You've started a single K. You've been contributing, but the practice is growing and you decide you're going to hire a couple of uh, junior accountants to kind of help you with some of the load. Now you can't keep your 401, your single K. Yeah, you're right. So what do you do? Do you roll that into the the bigger 401k or do you have to like just freeze that account and start over? You have to start over with the uh, single K. It's a good question. Um, and, and then in that setting, the CPA would do one of two things um, that either set up a bona fide 401k plan, which would be on the more expensive side, or they would look to something like the simple IRA. Which okay. would, in fact, in in CPAs that we've helped, it's we've done the uh, we've done you know bona fide 401k plans because they tend to be higher income earners, and the difference between a simple IRA and a 401k in terms of what you can put in, the amount you can put in out of your salary is less on a uh, on a simple plan. So. It uh, it makes sense in in high income shops, whatever they might be, CPA law, law firm, what have you, uh, to use a bona fide four hundred one k plan. But the 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 smart thing to do is if you're working with an advisor, ask them to help you choose the plan. This way, you know you're 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 getting things done the right way. Right. Let me uh, throw one more at you. So you're you're a CPA. You got your single K you've been rolling with, but you need a little help. How about the independent contractor? If you hire somebody to uh, contract somebody to work maybe during tax season, that won't influence whether or not you can have a single K or would it? Well, that's a very good question, John. <laughs> the, the, the contractor, the, uh, a 1099, if you will, you got to be really careful with that. The IRS, especially in Massachusetts with the, the Department of Revenue, they've been... They've been cracking down on um, on so-called independent contractors. If somebody's really an independent contractor and meets all the definitions, which is sometimes difficult to do, then the the uh, analogy you drew up or a comparison, you know, with a CPA, they could keep their single K going because they technically don't have employees if they've got 1099s. 
it's just I wanted to mention that because a lot of people have been getting themselves into trouble trying to term contractors as 1099s when they actually turn out to be employees. So that can be a problem. Thank you for joining us today on our Financial Fridays podcast. I hope you found the information useful, and if so, feel free to share this podcast with people who may benefit from the topics discussed. Subscribe by visiting our website at financialfridays.com.